0: Let us pray. Most loving and gracious God, we give you thanks and praise for this day. We pray that your Holy Spirit will open our hearts to hear your voice. Lord, may your word be spoken and your word received. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Both. The epistle reading this morning from Paul's first letter to the Corinthians and this section from Matthew's Gospel call us to have our eyes reconfigured to view things through the eyes of God. That our mind and our heart and our eyes are configured to understand what the kingdom of God looks like here and now. And there is some contrast between what the world in general around us might expect. And in that uh, epistle reading, Paul says, Well, to those who are perishing, the cross seems foolish. But to us who know Jesus, the cross is a demonstration of the power of God. A reconfiguring of our outlook based on our encounter with Christ. And then the Beatitudes go on to give all of these pronouncements of those who are blessed. But they don't always uh, line up with what the world around us would say it means to be blessed. And so we have to then have our eyes and our hearts conform then to what does God say the kingdom of God around us looks like. And in that refocusing, um, one area that we have been praying about in the last few weeks has to do with stewardship. And as we're in that season, stewardship also requires us to have our eyes and our hearts configured to see things through the lens of God. And Jesus in the Gospels spends a lot of time, if you were to look up, I forget what the count is, but if you look up the, the amount of times Jesus has something to say about our money or possessions, it's quite frequent. And it's quite frequent because I think the danger, and and I've said before, the question as far as the kingdom of God is concerned is, are we stewarding possessions or are possessions possessing us? And it's, it's an important distinction for followers of Jesus to come to understand that the things we've been entrusted with are given to us by the grace of God and anyone who's honest looking at it, all that we have comes from God, and all that exists belongs to God already. So the starting point of our focus and our eyes is that everything is God's. All of creation is God's, and everything that we've been entrusted with is God's. And so then we're called by God as followers of Jesus to steward what's been given to us. And the perspective by which we come to that uh, changes everything because if I already understand that it's not mine to begin with then I handle that a different way versus thinking well this is all mine and I've got to figure out um, what I want to do really what I have to do is prayerfully consider what is God calling me to do and over the years the Episcopal Church at countless countless conventions has passed a resolution Stating that the the tithe is the biblical standard for Christians in in their walk with the Lord. And and it may be a guiding point for us, certainly. But I think as Christians, we also know we're not under uh, the law. So there's no legal prescription that says you must uh, give this percentage of your income if you're a Christian. That's not how uh, the gospel is set up. What the Gospel calls us to do is ask Jesus in our prayer, what are you asking of me? This is what you've given me. Help me understand what I am called to return back to you. And that answer is going to be different, presumably, for every single one of us seated here. And then when we make that return to the Lord, we remember we're returning what already belongs to Him, that He is the one who gave it to us to begin with, and then as Christians, we're really called to make that return with a joyful and thankful heart. Not out of compulsion, not out of some legal requirement, but simply as an outflow of our relationship with God. God has given this to me, and I make a return back for all that God has given. And... Approaching stewardship that way, hopefully, is a lot more freeing than thinking we've just got to do some legal transaction in order to get our card stamped in the right place. Uh, Then we've missed the whole point. The whole reason we talk about stewardship is the spiritual implications and our need to understand our role as a steward and to be faithful in returning to the Lord. And in a couple of or or next week in the mail, you will receive a pledge card. And people sometimes ask, well, why do we bother doing this? Uh, I'll just give, and and you can, and there's no law that says you have to fill out a pledge card. Uh, For me, I see us in a liturgical church, everything that we do is an outward expression of what's going on on the inside and in the spiritual realm. That's why uh, the prayer book is set up the way it is. The liturgy looks the way that it does. It's not just for a pretty show. It's because we're doing outwardly expressions of what's going on on the inside. And so the pledge card then is that same vehicle that we can say, I've prayed about this. God and I have this understanding of what I'm called to do. And I will write this down here. And I can then physically place it into the offering and offer it up the Lord. That's the sole reason that we do it. Uh, Nobody is signing a contract. Uh, We don't send anybody to your house to knock on your door to find out what's going on. Uh, That's not how it works. Uh, But it is a way for us to take this spiritual aspect of our walk with the Lord and tangibly write it down and physically offer it. And then beyond our individual offering, we do this as a community everyone then as a whole has participated and we as a church together make our corporate offering of all that's been given to us, all of who we are, and together we offer that up to the Lord for the benefit of His church and for the proclamation of the gospel. So I pray that as we go through this next week, as we wait uh, for the mailing to come to us, that we'll spend time in prayer and simply ask the Holy Spirit to give us hearts to see through the eyes of God and to understand what it means that we're a steward, what does it mean that we've been so blessed, and what is God calling each of us to return out of that abundance and blessing that God has given to us. And then with joyful hearts, we will gather in two weeks and make that physical expression offering our return to the Lord for the great things that God has done for us. Let us pray. Father, we give you thanks and praise for this day. We thank you for the many blessings that you've lavished upon us chiefly the gift of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, through whom we have new life and the forgiveness of sins. We pray that your Holy Spirit would give us eyes to see our possessions as gifts from you and to make sure that they do not possess us. Give us generous and joyful hearts that we may take this time in prayer, listening for your voice and with grateful and joyful hearts we might return to you from that which you have given us. May all of our lives be lived to your honor and to your glory. And we make this prayer through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.